I don't even need to step out of the house. Nope. No one needs to have to step even out of their own house without seeing changes within the society of what we have become, especially as just the purest form of human beings. Our mentalities, our attitudes have changed and they've not been, as for the general public, for the better. You do not need to step out of your house to be front and center and experience the changes and unfortunately majority rules not for the better. So I got put to the test and I always say that when you're evolving and growing and changing for the better, no one needs to test you. Society and life will give you a new hurdle and experience to test how far you truly have come. And some have begun. And then there's times where you'll be tested. Will that old you, where you've taken the negative points and, and behaviors and how you've handled trials and tribulations, are you going to fall back? Or are you going to look at how you responded to any particular situation or event, whatever you may be going through? Are you going to look at yourself and go, wow, my gosh, the old me would have really, but the new me, wow, I'm darn proud of myself. Or D-A, smiley face, N, proud of myself. I had that today. I had it twice. It felt like a yin and a yang today. Like good versus evil, yin and yang, and black and white, hot and cold, you know, north and south, Democrats, Republicans, had nothing to do with it. I just threw that in there. Believers, non-believers, Santa Claus, not Santa Claus. I had one of those kind of days. And then I had some important points with the day. It's interesting. It's like dealing with business owners. Versus their employees. Dealing with government. Versus attorneys. It's kind of like that kind of day. It was interesting because I started this morning. And I talked about how I felt cornered and discriminated last week. And... I try my best not to let that affect me because I know what I've gone through and medical records since an infant do not lie. They're fact. I know what I've gone through. It wasn't make-believe things I've endured. It's fact, hard fact. And I'm in the healing process of recognizing and taking in all that of what sometimes I didn't know and other times I just didn't allow myself to the process of going through the emotional part and allowing the next part, which is important for everyone, is to heal from your past and from hurt and pain, whatever situation you may be going through. I like to call it as for yourself, my journey says trials and tribulations. So I had a, got challenged and um, I was unfairly judged. And um, let's just face it, I was discriminated and it wasn't fun. And I always say, don't ever judge a book by its cover. And 
I'm sorry, but we cannot judge. I mean, you can't even judge a woman. What, catfish? They use that now, catfish? Where people are really one, they look one way, but they can like literally like some of these women and men too. Oh my gosh. I don't wear makeup. Very seldom have ever wore makeup, but I'm big on body lotion, really good lotions. And I, I've used nothing but Nivea and Neutrogena on my face for majority of my life. I'm 100% a believer in lotion. A grandmother used to always have lotion on her dresser. And maybe that's where I got it from. I'd go over there. The first thing I would do is, can I use some hand lotion? She always used lotion. Jergens, actually. I can smell that scent right now. The original Jergens and the Vaseline. So I don't know. Maybe I just, those good points and self-care instilled me as a young child. And it continued. And I used lotion. I worked for Byersdorf for an amount of time until they got bought out by a third party and it became brokerage owned and affiliated with their sales team. So I worked for Nivea, Byersdorf, also makes Userin. And um, I instilled, those values were instilled of self-care, which is just little things, lotion, whatnot. But getting back, I mean, you can fool people catfishing, men, women, both just as equal. Some of these men who are makeup artists are every bit as talented, talented, if not more talented than some of you ladies, women, younger generation, stepping forward, going to college and getting a degree and becoming makeup artists and uh, challenging themselves to recognize their dreams, aspiring dreams and wherever that may take them. But the talent behind the brushes, let's just face it. You can catfish a lot of people. I'm starting to believe you can catfish a lot of people too by hair extensions, hair products, hair color, and not just to makeup. You can fool a lot of people, but you're not going to fool. You cannot mask what's going on internally, period. But I realized I've been able to fool a lot of people. I was able to fool an attorney. A very uh, seasoned attorney. Who unfairly and, and admitted, I got a letter today in the mail, and um, the letter was something that I think it needed to happen, and although I had talked to and I reached out um, with not just, you know, those that be with disability attorney, but also talking to my therapist, I reached out via online email and said, hey, listen, this happened, and I've never felt so discriminated in my life. Like, what I've gone through was taken as so lightly. And um, it wasn't okay. So I had a superior and I had an attorney, yin and yang. One would think the superior side of this other individual who, let's just say, challenged federal disability, the federal side. And then you had the seasoned attorney. I got a yin and a yang. And um, it was pretty enlightening and a first of its kind of experience for me to get an actual letter in the mail today and to um, know that this attorney who unfairly judged me in more words than I would have expected 
reversed how they felt about me. And unfairly, and more than words could say, apologetically misjudged me. I needed that closure. Because I know what I've gone through. I may not share my entire backstory. We're all entitled to share whatever part of our journey that we feel fit or we want to share. That is your right. That is your privilege. That is your truth. You know, God gave you a voice to use and to help others along the way. Then I had this flip side, the superior side, that I still believe, and for the reasons to be, we can all fool everyone. But when you got internal chronic illness going on, you're not going to be able to mask. You can't put makeup on your organs. I'm sorry. You can't put hair extensions, wigs, hair products, whatever, and just mask and, you know, create an organ failing and magically turn it into like a brand new organ. Like a robotic sense of being. But I felt like that's where literally I've realized I've come full circle in many parts and have grown tremendously in my life. So I got to see a negative of how we've unfairly judged and not just based off of discrimination as far as disability, but many aspects of our life and how we as society come across and we treat one another so poorly, unfairly, inhumanely, unkindly. And I don't know if last year just um, ignited everything as far as worse of how we treat one another as human beings in a society, especially in the United States, once again, I'm sorry. But it's the truth. I got that letter. And I literally now. As my therapist said. You can literally. And I read it. And they literally said now. Guess what. You went through this. You felt this way. You went through the circle of process. Right. You felt hurt. You got discriminated. You process it. You went through the emotions of how you felt. When you felt a certain way, you asked yourself before responding, why do I feel this way? And ask yourself why. And then you're like, okay, that makes sense. Why I feel this way. And then you got the closure at the end. Quicker than I thought. Less than four days. Maybe three days. That felt good to have that. But I realized quickly how unfairly we judge one another and how easy it is as women, ladies, for us to mask our true selves and we can become whatever we want. Through the means of technology and um, manufacturing and all these ways of every every time you turn around, there's something new, makeup. There's something new with hairline, you know, hair colors, extensions, whatnot. Ways, extensions and types of extensions. And I know because I got a friend of mine who's like, I'd like to try these new extensions on you. Is there a way for me to send them to you? Can you come over to the salon, which is out of state? And I'm um, like, good Lord, man. You know, three hours is, <laughs> no. You know, I'm still going through some medical things right now and I have to stay at home. But she can send them and we'll go through and she's going to show me everything online, which is a new part. You know, it's like a new, a new part of my life. I've never knew. I don't know how to do extensions in that. I'm willing to try. So I know, you know, maybe it's something I enjoy doing. Maybe, you know, it's part of self-care. I've never dabbled in doing on my own. But that's the thing in life. You never know until you try. 
can't be stuck in a box forever, right? You got to be able, regardless of what you're struggling through, no matter if it's internal, chronic illness, or emotionally, mental health is just as important as internal. But you never know. You never know until you branch out and you try. But that's not the point. The point is, we can fool in this day and age and technology and online and then all these apps and Kardashians can tell you how that works. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Missing a finger in a picture. And people literally pick up on that. Crazy. They got a magnifying glass so they look. I need my eyes checked. I barely even see. <laughs> Unfairly judged. Until disability kicked in. Until letters surfaced and federal disability. I like the magic words or representative. We go by disability based off of someone's health, medical records, not by opinions, especially opinions of others. We go by what people go through and medical records and many medical records and imaging and testing and surgical notes and surgeons and specialists and, and emotionally, if you're going through mental health, we go through those notes. We don't just Say, hey, listen, I can't have you work anymore because you're going to end up hurting yourself or someone else out there on the road just for, just to say it. We don't pull people from working that want to continue working. I fought to work and I was deemed a hazard to myself and others on the road from unresolved epilepsy. And I went through the testing as an adult that I didn't go through when I was younger and I found out my triggers Medication didn't work, but I know my triggers. They just don't put you on disability for the heck of it. I don't know who anybody's talking to being misfairly judged. I sit there and says, yeah, I just love not working. I love not feeling like, you know, this, 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 this. I don't know who says that because that's not true. I've never run across one person, especially through the gastroparesis awareness campaign website and people around the world who gastroparesis, newly diagnosed family, friends, loved ones, you know, physicians, over over a decade now ever reached out to me and said yeah I just love being on unemployment I love being disabled I love being able to not be able to work that was the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life period but I got unfairly judged I guess we assume one day I'm having a good day and I'm allowed to get out and even being disabled you're still encouraged to get up and move around that's how your blood flow continues and you don't end up with pneumonia and die period but once again, permanent federal disability, long-term disability, means end result is death. That goes by your medical records from all the way from you were, you were born, not as far as mine went. But for someone a superior, and then someone in a legal aspect of seasoned attorney, to look at something where somebody has a good day and go, oh, there's no way. And then to get slapped by disability, and a letter, and a disability attorney. I got the closure and apology I needed, more, more of an apology than I could have ever asked for. I wasn't expecting anything. Maybe that's a pessimistic side of me. I don't expect anything. I look for the worst case scenario. So when it happens, I don't set myself up for failure or disappointment. But when the other side happens, optimistic and something good, I was something that was... In my opinion, it was hurtful and damning that I went through. Something good happened, and I didn't expect it, and that's a gift. And that's why I look at things from a flip side. Um, some people may say that's wrong, but it's always worked for me, period.
I got the closure I needed. But wouldn't it be great to have the same way and means like we do with hair and makeup and whatever you're using for your internal organs that are dying and shutting down and losing the blood flow, especially with cancer and other chronic diseases? Wouldn't it be great to be able to take that same technology and just uh, fix it? Put the organ back in you. And you, excuse me. Got a little country there in you. And yourself. And your, you know, put it right back into your body. Brand spanking new. Or just mask it. Yeah, it's bad. That organ's shutting down. But we use this right here. This little brushing, little airbrushing. This is this. Looks perfectly brand new again. Fool everybody. You can't do that with internal organs. You're not going to do that. But you could fool a lot of people on the outside surface. Maybe that's why I'm just at the point now I'm like, vanity? What's vanity? I could care less. Don't get me wrong. I'm a woman. I'm a lady. I like to look pretty and feel pretty. But beauty, to me, is not what you look like on the outside. Maybe I'm just seeing life through a different set of eyes than most. I feel most beautiful when I'm making improvements on me, my inner soul and self to become a better version. And when I take the ugly, which are things we do that aren't okay, and I turn it into something positive and silver lining and something beautiful, I feel my most prettiest and I feel most beautiful when I make the internal changes. And regardless, you can still, it's important for you, you feel those changes and you feel good about yourself and that makes you feel beautiful. Beautiful and beauty is not just what you see on the surface. It's also what's in your heart and your soul, period. And becoming a good person and a good soul. Beauty is just beauty. We can play makeup, we can play hair, we can do whatever we want. But I realized I really fooled. I fooled two big entities. Is that pretty? Dagon D-A, smiley face N, amazing? Because I got the letter to prove it. But I also learned, too, that we truly are a society where we really, really deeply discriminate in many ways, shapes, and forms. And I just don't understand, instead of taking the time to push people down when they're struggling, why aren't we taking that same time and a little bit more effort behind it to lift them up, help them get off the ground and prosper and succeed so they can get back to being the best and living the best life and best version of themselves. With the rest of society, I don't get it. I never will. Just not the normal person, I guess. Maybe I've gone through too much in my lifetime. But I realize sometimes regardless of those struggles, what I went through, it's not bad. Because when you get older, you realize the wisdom and experience you've gained and knowledge and the ability to help so many others. That silver lining. I thought I said, like, was it last week that, you know, I had a group of individuals who made me into somebody for a long time that I wasn't. I got to hear from people the things that were said, and they were so ill and so wrong and so hurtful and so cut so deeply. And I used to respond emotionally off of that. But now I look at things different through good therapy as... When I hear things like that, 
of what was said about me without knowing and misjudging me. I let the people know and whoever's telling me that I'm sorry. You must unfairly judged me. And for whatever means you were manipulated to believe something that wasn't true. But I forgive you because we all make mistakes. That's true. But we all should strive to be better versions of ourselves and to be good souls. And regardless of trials and tribulations and what, you know, misjudgments and misunderstandings and fairly discriminated. Even through all these tough times. When you maneuver through and eventually you go, okay, I get it. You realize that even no matter how tough and how bad things are, and people misperceive you and say things, and I've been there, that people have the power to reverse how they feel. And you realize there are still good souls in this world. I got that closure today in a letter. And darn, you know, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. Because when I ever go through that experience again, and people want to judge me by some hair color and a good day, and think that what I've gone through was just some fairy tale of a journey, a lifetime journey of medical hell, I didn't deserve it. Um, I should have had gone through it, and things should have stayed on top of, you know, should have then stayed on top of things. I'm leaving it at that. And people want to misjudge me because I may have a good day and I decide I want to look pretty and I you know, want to be like a woman and I want to just be able to do it for me and want to misjudge me anyway. Well, you know, people are going to judge you regardless. But you got to give people the benefit of the doubt to turn a wrong into a right. And to realize sometimes maybe we're quick to judge from a legal standpoint and a superior standpoint. 